0: China.
1: China. Yo, yo, this is Justin, Justin B. Bieber. Hey, Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just The Interviews, a
0: Zach Sang
2: Show exclusive podcast. Heather's ready, Dan sets the mics, it's yeah. the Zach Sang Show, and we welcome Rajiv Dahl. Do- oh. right. Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. This is a beautiful studio.
0: Look at, thank you. He's thank so excited you. to be here. I am, I
1: am, you know? <laughs> I love all the, the trinkets. There's a lot of trinkets. dinosaur, like, human combos here.
2: Yeah, I got a lot of tchotchkes. Nice. I got a, I got a pink dinosaur with a, instead of a head, there's a hand. I got my half baby, half dino. What's the
1: Big Boy story?
2: Uh, I got him at a flea market once, and I just saw him, and when I used to come to LA when I first started, for some reason, like, Big Boy was where I gravitated towards, whether okay. it was it was the neighborhood that Big Boy was in, yeah. and then that, for some reason, that dumb restaurant in Burbank, and I hated the food, but I would always
1: go there. Dude, my mom... This is funny because my mom's in the green room right now. She's visiting L.A. It's so funny that you have that. When I was little, we had a big boy by our house, and I was always like... Terrified of the statue because my mom jokingly told me like, "Yeah, he comes alive at night." She was like totally playing, wow. but I was such a gullible kid, and I was terrified of Big Boy from there on out until I was like an adult. I get yeah. it; he's kind of scary. You're gonna yeah. catch me like making eye contact and like, so getting really uncomfortable. Your neighbor- mom
2: sounds awesome, though. She's great. She's great.
1: She's, great. She's <laughs> a real prankster. She's yeah. a
2: good egg. You're from Detroit, Michigan. I am. I nice. am Detroit, Michigan, born and raised, and then he moved out here. How long ago now?
1: I moved out here. T- About two years. We're creeping up on two years.
2: Nice. So you move out to L.A. as a response to a TV show you're on, right?
1: Yeah, well, it was a combination of a lot of things, right? I I was on a TV show called Opening
2: Act. Which was, Um, uh, dude... Great show, dude! Thank you. And it was <laughs> it was a show that it was the first of its kind, right? Taking YouTube artists and giving them some sort of a mainstream opportunity. And I mean, you can explain the show, but what it was, you can explain
1: yeah, it. absolutely. It was it was this really cool show that he did um, where they took tons of huge artists, like Lady Gaga. We had Gym Class Heroes. Yeah. Oh, cool! I was like such a huge Travis McCoy. To like meet him in person was insane. Yeah. But uh, they take all these artists and they pair them up with bigger artists, or sorry, rather YouTube artists, and they pair them with these bigger artists. And you get to be their opening act for a show. Oh, that's and cool! And we got to travel to all these cool places. One person went to like Hawaii. Somebody was in Australia opening for Lady Gaga. Um, we went to for uh, we went to well, Fort Bliss.
2: Yeah. And in... you played to a crowd of over ten thousand people. Yeah. And I mean, a crowd that might not actually have watched YouTube musicians before.
1: Well, what was crazy was like obviously as an opener they're not really there to see you so you're kind of nervous sometimes hoping that you can just get all these fans and like people will be interested in your music too um but everyone there was so sweet to us we you know we were playing at an army base and so we got the opportunity to like interact with some of yes. the the vets and the stories they told us it was amazing we we got to do like an obstacle course and there was this drill sergeant like really getting after us it was like a really cool experience did too.
2: somebody offer you their purple heart
1: yeah, that was kind of crazy. So one of the vets that we met with prior, he went to the show and was like so moved by like everything we were doing. We went out into the crowd and hung out with him after, and he's like, "Dude, I want you to have this." And I was like, "Dude, I, I can't." Like, what an honor. Yeah, but I can't like, take that. Like, you know, I, like you guys are over there like defending us mm-hmm. and like. I played a few songs for you. It was like amazingly sweet, but I was like, I'm sorry, bro. Like I can't I did sign a baby's face that night. That's not
2: dove?
0: No, I think it was like it was like his arm or something.
2: It was uh, hey, you signed a baby. That's, that was insane. <laughs> Imagine the
0: parents would have tattooed that on the baby. <laughs> that would have that would have been something else. Maybe
2: later in life. Or <laughs> baby. So okay, before you hit the e show, you're obviously making covers on YouTube. Right. From the E-Show, how long between the E-Show and you moving to L.A.? Like, how long was by? Uh,
1: it was about a—I still had to finish college. I okay. come from uh, a mixed background. Uh, my mom is from the South, and my dad is from India. And so education was, like, a really big thing in our house. And uh, so I w- it was really important to my dad that I graduated college. So even after we started getting buzz online— um, I was like, okay, I'm gonna stick this out. I'm gonna finish my commitment. And so I graduated with a marketing degree, and then like two days after I graduated, I was in LA. Wow. Well, nice.
2: so, oh, I mean, was there any part of you that was like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't follow through with college. And absolutely. if I follow through with college, it puts me at a disadvantage because there's other people out there getting a, a leg up.
1: I get kind of bitter about it still sometimes. <laughs> you know, I think honestly, like I just hated school so much. I'm just not good at school. Fair enough. <laughs> and uh, you know. I think there was a lot of buzz going on, you know, and uh, at that time, and there were moments where I was always like, oh, if I was just in L.A. right now or if I was yeah. fully committing to my career right now, you know. But at the same time, I was like, you know, means a lot to my dad. I really just want to try and do both. I think the year... That I was between L.A. and Detroit, I I might have been on a plane I think like forty-four times that year because I was like I was I would go to L.A. work with my manager and like do sessions and then I would be back at home in the classroom trying not to fail.
2: (laughs) I actually (laughs) failed one class
1: like it was it was like real bad, but I had luckily like figured everything out and
2: was good. Do you remember your first cover that you posted? Yeah,
1: actually, it was a cover of "I Won't Give Up" by Jason Mraz.
2: I won't give up. So, yeah,
1: we all, uh, we all know you don't want to sing. Sorry, right. keep it coming, man. It was, <laughs> really, that's one of my favorite songs. I love that song, and that was actually how we got onto opening act. That was the cover that they just happened to have seen. Was it a duet? Um, no, it was it was me singing, but I was in a band at the time. Okay, so I had a couple like backup singers singing with me and stuff. So yeah.
2: So your first set of covers you're doing with a band. Yep. At what point do you get rid of the band and you just go solo?
1: The first thing that happened was our bassist um, and like all of us were in the band together for many, many years and he was the first one to kind of be like uh, you know, I really, I have some other priorities in my life that you know I want to take care of and everything mm-hmm. and as people grow up it was it was kind of interesting because you know like I grew up with these kids and all we did was play music all the time and as we got older inevitably your priorities change and yeah, so nice. you know eventually um he left and he did that he's really active in his church he plays in his church band and stuff cool. like that then um my guitar player is actually a police officer now and oh it's, cool right? so they like nice. th-
2: they went on to have no I don't want to say real jobs but like not your fake
1: job (laughs) 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 no I mean really though they were like typical
2: professions
1: we started this band in high school right me and my friends and back then we were just playing shows and grinding that way and doing like the old school like grind and then as soon as social media became a thing and that first cover took off and it took us to TV we're like okay guys like we need to work on the internet and like this is a real thing now, you know.
2: And then Vine, that was big for you.
1: That was, that was a very big thing for me. Um, that was all, like, so crazy how that happened, too.
2: Were you doing music on Vine?
1: I was, yeah. It was all exclusively music. I never really did any other, like, like comedy stuff. Unless six I was seconds. just straight up, like, trolling on myself. Yeah, all <laughs> six-second covers. But what I tried to do was so that, uh, you know, people could stay engaged and really listen to it. I made them loop perfectly. So Dang I you know. would do my vines like a YouTube video. So I would go in, I'd record them, I'd make them exactly what I wanted them to be, and it would almost play like a music video. Send so that way, you know, you could almost awesome. listen to it, and it wasn't like a clip or a stop, and you know, it was over a and over easier. again. Right? Yeah,
2: and and that's like a, a whole platform that you need to learn and master and understand. So, yeah. So you've done the YouTube thing with the covers, yeah. and then you go to Vine, and I'm sure the covers game. What year did you start posting covers? It's like 2012 earlier, yeah. About I think
1: it was 2012, January 2012.
2: Yeah, and you were able to learn from people at that point in YouTube world, yeah.
1: Like Like, the Tyler Ward's, you guys just had Sam Suey up here, yeah. You know, uh, those guys were like my heroes, they're OGs. They started doing it, yeah. They really were the Kurt Hugo Schneiders, um you know max even who's like completely made it over into the mainstream oh, which, is a, oh, yeah. which is so cool you know um i but love
2: how dan's a fan of max but that's a max, conversation max is a great person
1: i love Dude. max his music he is just sick, so, his music's good
2: he's so friendly yeah,
1: i've it? never met him actually all my oh. friends know him i've never i've oh. never met him you, should, you can
2: great. go see max's show with dan on thursday Dude,
1: let's go let's go the,
0: i'm
2: in it's yeah. in the neighborhood Do it's down in? yeah dan you already invited me uh, there's only one get up
0: plus two. Plus two. Let's um, do it. It's Let's all go together. Up, it's messed
2: up. I'll make sure you all have tickets. There we go. There we go. You were able to like look to people for examples. You know right. whether it's in style or even when it comes down to like tagging and stuff like that. It's a
1: serious thing. And like if you want to be seen or you want to get the views, you have to. You know you have to tag it right. Like you said, you have to cover the right song. You have to do it in a timely manner. You know uh, most of the time it's like. If Taylor Swift drops a new song, like with "Look What You Made Me Do," um, I did it that night and released it like three hours later.
2: Well, that's what he's—you're really good at, that's right? Nice, man. You're able to turn around songs like, like you said, that night. Like a song drops on a Friday, he has a cover out like th- that morning of. So when right. you're waking up, searching the the, the song on YouTube your cover pops up.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the goal, right? And sometimes with Taylor Swift, it was really hard because everybody kind of thinks like that, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get those hits and get their name out there. So everybody tries to do it fast. But I don't think everybody, not in like a bragging way, has the skill to like, that knows production, knows all of that kind of stuff. So I was like, if I'm the first person to make like a polished video, maybe that could say something and set me apart, you know?
0: So if Justin Bieber was to release a video at, or a song tonight at nine, I'd have it covered yesterday. So, what, if it's Bieber, <laughs> I'm gonna like read his mind Dude, that's
1: like I'm such a Bieber fan.
0: But how do you go about like how do you take a song as soon as you hear it and break it down, redo it, learn all the lyrics?
1: Dude, learning the lyrics is a real tough part. So many people comment like I don't even know the song's lyrics yet. Like how did you do a cover? But I think the biggest thing is like I'll listen part by part. And I'll figure out, like, what instruments are going on, if there's a huge... Like, let's take, look what you do, or look what you made me do, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like, they have the strings in the beginning, there's that crazy cinematic Mm -hmm. part. I was like, okay, I need to just focus on this. So I spent, like, from 12 o'clock to 1 o'clock working on the intro. And then I was like, all right, we got the intro done, we know the chords now. So now I can kind of copy and paste chords around, figure that out, and then, you know, eventually I got to the chorus, and then I had to kind of put my own spin on it, because it was a very, like, talk, singing chorus, and so... That's another thing that's kind of hard, too, putting your own spin on it without it being, like, corny or weird or uncomfortable for someone to hear, you know?
2: But is that, like—so, that's, like, when I listen to covers and it's acoustic covers, I love it because people do give their own approach to it, you know? It's their own sound. It's their own version. They embody the song, and then they put it out there. Right. Do you feel like it's it's hard to— be different than the song but also remain true to the song that's like one of the
1: hardest parts for sure i think you definitely want to change it enough and we're all like everybody says they don't read their comments and stuff like that but you can't help but see if it's like this is the kind of cover i hate all you did was copy the song but then there's other comments that are like all you did was change the song around it's not even taylor swift anymore you know so it's like you get all these different comments i think it's finding that balance between the two of you know like making it your own while at the same time you know, keeping it close enough to the original to where people can vibe with it and understand it for sure, yeah.
2: That is, I mean, obviously a challenge.
1: It is, it is, and I don't do it well all the time, for sure. There have been a couple (laughs) covers that I biffed, like, so hard that I can't (laughs) even post, you know, like, that just get, they're gone.
2: What cover do you hate? Like, what what cover exists right now that you wish could just go away? I did this
1: cover Work From Home by Fifth Harmony, and I love the audio that I made. But the video is the worst, and like, so this is the thing. Like, I'll do two, three covers a week, right? Yeah, and you need new locations all the time, dude. Yeah, I'm at Zach's house. You you know, I use Zach's house sometimes to shoot these videos. I was shooting there like three days ago. Um, But I like, I need all these different locations, props, all this stuff. If it's not going to be the same thing, because so many people, once again, it's like all you do is just singing. You know, so it's like you want to change it up and make it interesting. So uh, I did this. I did it in my garage. And (laughs) I didn't have any, like, thing to do. It was just against a white backdrop. So I'm, like, smiling and, like, trying to be cool. (laughs) But it came off. I'm wearing a tank. And, like, all the comments are, like, this guy is a douche. (laughs) I see it. You know? That's the worst. When you're, like, I I hate myself for this video. You know?
2: I get afraid sometimes (laughs) that I've said things and done things that will be on the internet forever. That I might not really, like, totally know it's out there today. Sure. But one day you'll reappear and I'll hate myself for it. Dude. That
1: And see, that's the thing, like with doing so many vines and all these different like little pieces of content that I did like every single day, sometimes twice or two different things a day, like every single one of them isn't going to be the best thing ever. I probably posted like a thousand vines when I was making vines. You've got to imagine that like 60% of them were great and like maybe (laughs) 40% probably were, you know.
2: Bleh. Yeah, you know. Is there a cover that you kind of credit with your success? Or is there, like, a moment or a piece that you made that, like...
1: Yeah, I mean, I do mashups every year. I do a a year-end mashup, and those always seem to do pretty well for me.
2: But now it's about taking the YouTube music success and making it mainstream. Exactly. And so, IDK, WTD. Yes. That is the record out now. Yes. It's an original song. Absolutely. Not your first, though.
1: No, not my first, yeah.
2: But this record's great.
1: Dude, thank you. Very catchy. (laughs) Dude, I really appreciate that. Yeah. What is... I love that, sorry, I I love that too, because like, when people compliment these songs now, it's a different thing, like, because like, that song itself, I bounced that song out the day it it was due to send to iTunes, I was like, I, I did 21 bounces, and like, was just a nut, like, going out of my head trying to figure out what it was supposed to be, and you know when when it when it turns out okay or good or whatever anybody li- like it's so gratifying to hear that when you put so much into it well, now you know it's a
2: different attachment it really is you created this child as opposed to right. like raising somebody else's or right. like watching over somebody else's exactly for a short time
1: yeah it's been a it's been a really cool experience in like doing stuff from my house ever since you know uh, I got my my new place out here um, I have a room just like this my studio and I wake up and I just. Spend all my time in there. I'm kind of a hermit now. I don't <laughs> leave my house much. My girlfriend comes home and she's like, "You gotta stop, stop being weird and stop so being <laughs> weird."
2: You have a beautiful home. You have a beautiful <laughs> dog. You don't Dude. have to leave. See, you, you have know, a dog. What kind?
1: I have a pit bull. He is like my <gasps> whole world. Okay, I want a this pit dog bull
2: so bad. Oh, I'm gonna show They're you so cute. many pictures. Oh, my you please. just
1: <laughs> you just open a can. No, he's wait. like he's my best friend. Like oh. I love him more than like most people i've ever met he's just the sweetest dog (laughs) most dogs are better than most people that's true Mm -hmm. i totally totally agree with you but we we uh we actually got him right before we moved to la we um rescued him from detroit we actually fostered me and my girlfriend and her family fostered the whole litter because it was like we we got him in this drug house oh um, man and the guy was just like trying to make a quick buck and the in the area that we're from there was like a lot of Dog fighting ties, or what my girl my girlfriend works in dog rescue, so she knew like what to look for, or what was like not a good scenario. So we go over there, we see the situation they're living in. The mom is like completely cut off from the, the babies, oh, and in the other side of the room, there's just this little like you know gate, and they're covered in dude. It's I've never smelled anything like this house. Ugh. It was just ridiculous, the most repulsive smell you've ever smelled. That's what it was. The dogs are covered in in. Can I swear? Yeah, dogs are covered in. Mm-hmm. Dogs are covered You know they smell oh. It was awful Oh and they are fleas All oh, over them We had babies. to Like you know It was terrible And so we went We got three at first And my girlfriend Was like so torn up about it She's like we need to get them all And so yeah. we get them back We have seven dogs At you know My girlfriend's Parents house She also has Her parents have five of their own oh Twelve my God. dogs oh. Around this house And uh it was crazy. We, they all ended up getting homes oh, except good. for my baby boy, Jax. And uh, I always wanted him. He was the one that my girlfriend kind of like forced me to take a little more care of when she was doing things. So I just like fell in love with this dog. And we were getting ready to move, you know, into a different state. And it was a stressful time. But I was like, I can't live without this dog. And she's like, all right let's so keep the dog. Really? And now, now he's my guy. I have his name tattooed oh on Oh, my God.
2: I love it. Like a, oh, like it's a, a, a crazy friend. dog oh. parent, dude. <laughs> oh, I my love God. it. He's also your production partner. Dude. You know?
1: No, I like, I'm like. i like that crazy guy where I'm like, all right, Jax, we got to get some work done, buddy. Like, you know. He's my Assad, you know. <laughs> does, <laughs> know? does he give That's good it. advice? He does, man. He says nothing. Which <laughs> is, <laughs> <laughs> which is which the best advice. I don't is. know if it's good or bad, but he, you know, he watches. He hangs. You know, Aww. it's great.
2: All right, you know, we're still... Do you still, Do you feel like you're still facing the stigma of cover artists today? One hundred thousand percent. I
1: don't know if I'll ever live it down. I hope I do.
2: Like, do you look at people like Carmen and absolutely Sean Mendez as guidance? W-
1: Sean is a great example, right? Sean came from Vine. Um, I actually know Sean. He's probably the sweetest person I've ever met. He is, dude. It's crazy. I was I was in Canada for the Much Music Awards last year, and my girlfriend. We went backstage. We were doing some like press thing. And I saw his manager So I went over And was just like Hey is it cool If we just say hi to Sean Or whatever it is And he's from Canada Obviously And so like His friends are right there His <laughs> family And I went up to him I didn't see his friends Or family And I gave him You know A high five hug Whatever and I was like Dude is it cool If my girlfriend Gets a picture Before you know Like we head back He's like Yeah my friends Are just right over there So we'll just grab The picture real quick And then like If that's cool with you like, dude, (laughs) you are such a sweetheart. (laughs) I went to your tent, asked your manager, you know, if I could, and and he's still like, dude, my best friends are right here. But yeah, like, let me, you know, like, what a guy. He's just such a sweet guy. But either way, that guy, you know, uh, with the way that he took over Vine and the way that MagCon blew him up, it shows that there is potential there, you know, and that you don't have to, you don't have to be a YouTube artist and then have this like, but it's all
2: about the song. Right. It I think, really is. I think the art is the only thing that is will speak louder than any of your past accomplishments, or I resume. Agree. Yeah. And I think he had that, right? He sure. had he had the original music and And did he too. Dude. Yeah, right. I come on. I saw him the other
1: night in at the Staples Center and it was just like incredible to see. I'm like, dude, this yeah. is gonna be the new kids this is gonna be John Mayer of this generation
0: yeah. is yeah. there any part of you though that you know now you have originals coming out that you're like okay I'm gonna stop with the covers altogether so people focus on the originals
1: well that's what I I mean ideally it would be like Like, all right, now it's all my music. But I think, one, I love doing covers because I think I learned how to be a producer by producing all of these covers, right? You know, Mm -hmm. not just doing the acoustic route, singing straight into the camera. I figured out how to kind of make the songs sound like the originals. And, you know, not exactly, but I Mm -hmm. learned the rough basics of production. So I want to keep learning, and I think that keeps me, you know, practiced. Mm -hmm. But also, um, they help promote the songs. And I've been, like, I've been tagging... Like my original songs at the end of some of my covers, and it's like, yo, this is coming out next month, or this That's song's good. out now, check it out. And if the video gets, you know, two million views, then it's great, you know. Yeah. Um, but there's definitely like, you know, with the covers and like trying to do your own thing, there's this constant battle in your head where you're like. How do I make it obvious that it's, like, I'm serious and I'm, I'm, like, about this, but at the same time, like, keep people engaged and do what you got a fan base for, you know? Because I don't want to, like, turn my back on all the people who really do like hearing my interpretations of a lot of songs just be like, all right, guys, see ya. Like, now you have to listen to my music.
2: And you can't say goodbye to the covers because the covers no. pay rent, but how do you right. have the covers while maintaining an original career? Exactly. And I think regardless, like I said before, I think it goes back to the music. What does IDKWTD stand for?
1: It stands for I Don't Know What To Do. And I wanted to call it I Don't Know What To Do, but I didn't know if that was too long or if it was, you know, and I just, my song prior to that, the first song I would self-produced, like my first go at releasing, you know, new music was a song called IDC. Okay. Do you like I, I don't care.
0: And that one was sorry. You like acronyms? I love them. I <laughs> guess I,
1: I. guess I don't. I mean, up until now, no. But now I get. I kind of do. I like. <laughs> yeah, right? I've been the next song that I was gonna put out. I'm like, do I do it again? Because now I've got two. Brb. Tbt. I need to like start thinking of like trendy, cool mm-hmm. names. I, I mean, but, the
0: lyric videos connect though with like the the way that the writing is, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The whole thing is that you know I, I didn't exactly. It's so funny because like one of the directors that I work with, dude, he's 21, by the way, the guy who did both of those lyric wow. videos. He's like insane, you know, and he's part of the reason why the stories were connected and they're, it's so, you know, well Because he took almost like my interpretation from the song and was like, yo, if you're, if you're down with being a little ambitious for a lyric video We should take it this way And um, we're definitely going to keep, I, I like doing these lyric videos, mm-hmm. I think it's fun um, I like having a, a higher production in the lyric video, you know, like giving it kind of a yeah. music video, lyric video hybrid
2: Did you write the lyrics alone?
1: Uh Yeah. Yeah, nobody's touched... Yeah, that's what I mean, dude. Like, with all these two songs and, like, this record... So my goal is to put... I'm 25 right now. I'm turning 26 in February. And before I turn 26, I want to have, like, 10 to 12-song album that I only did, like, mix, master, produce... Are you, like, like, running the lyrics by anybody? Are you, like... I'll send them to my friends and just be like, yo, am I the worst? And then if they're (laughs) like, no, dude, you're being dumb, it's like, okay, maybe I, like... It's okay. You know, but, like, there's never been a time where they're like, well, what if you change da 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 and like i've done it or something and
2: that it. takes confidence like th- to be able to like write a song and feel confident in your ability alone solo i love these songs right and they turned out exactly
1: how i wanted them to but there's so much anxiety dude like associated with like you know not having somebody to bounce stuff and especially coming from just a band like collaborating with friends you know that that's how i started playing music the, the fact that it might be a corny line or two, or like. And nobody's
2: there to say no right, or try it. Except this. for Jax. And he, he says nothing. He doesn't speak like to you. Like a jerk.
0: Well, when you wrote it, when you're like, He's I don't dog. know what to do, like that part, like in the chorus, yeah. you're like, all right, I got it. Or were you still questioning that part? Still questioning it okay. so much. Because when I, I first heard it back, like I that kept repeating in my head. I was like, oh, that's pretty catchy. Dude, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that means so much to me. Dude, yeah, no, like I
1: I literally. It's funny because there's like so many different ways to like do it. Sometimes I have like lyrics in mind sometimes I have production in mind I've, I think for this alone I've, I've like started to do or I, I decided to do this project right this album uh, maybe a month or two ago and since then I've probably made like 32 tracks just like production okay. that I I, I hate 99% of it. Are you starting with lyrics or are you starting with was That was all just production. Okay. I think I was like, I was having a lot of writer's block and I do get in my own head sometimes because like, you know, waking up and like not seeing anybody and just like being in this room, I, I sometimes just go crazy.
2: Beyond easy to do.
1: Yeah, and so... Uh, you know, it, I I thought if I you know was having a writer's block moment, I could just produce a bunch of tracks, so I'm still being productive.
2: And then write around. And then there. I
1: can write back on them later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like no matter what, I'm always like moving forward. And that's what's great about covers too, because like you know if I if I'm hitting the wall, I can still be creative and be like, all right, I'll I'll do a cover. I'll get my mind you know working again, and I'll do something productive in the process. You know.
2: Why do your fans call you Duncan?
1: Dude, this is a weird thing. So donuts. Uh, I, I, there was this fanfic novel that Ooh. they put me in, some fans, um, but they were from, I want to say, it was a Spanish speaking country. I don't remember exactly where the book came from. But I couldn't read it, you know, and so that was kind of the, I really wanted to know like what it was, but they modeled some character after me. And a lot of these fan fiction novels, they'll like use your picture to like try and, you know, like get an image. And so this book got like, you know, on this website called WhatPad or something like that. It got like all the 42 million readers or something like that. And so all of a sudden I started getting these tweets that are just like, Duncan, this, and I'm like, I don't know what that means. Who is Duncan? And then I started tweeting it out and I tweeted that out. Got like 2000 retweets. And I'm like. I don't know what this is. Uh-huh. And then eventually I was told about the book. It's like this vampire kind of book. It's super cool from what I've heard. When you know read...
2: you've made it. You know? Dude. Yeah. Hey, man. The most
0: successful thing you've ever done. You weren't even like really a part of. Look at that.
2: Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: 42 million views.
2: That's Duncan. probably is, you know. You change your name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to rebrand as Duncan. Yes, yeah. right. Exactly. Why not? <laughs> you were on Floor House? I was, Yeah. How? Um why? That
1: was insane. Dude, that was a really weird thing. When I came out to LA for the first time when I was like still finishing college. Like the Netflix show? Yeah. Yeah.
2: When? Where? I watched yeah. all of those.
1: Dude, yeah. I had a little a little role where I come in and I was like, I say one line really dramatically and then I make an exit, you know? It was Ooh. like But it was my first acting role I'd ever done. And so it was like a huge deal for me. I, I'd never auditioned for anything. Hmm. But I went to Warner Brothers Studios for a meeting and they were like, I'm sure they were just trying to get People on their stuff that had a social following, you know. And they were like, yo, like, we should have you audition. And so I did, and I was terrified. I said this one line, like, in the moment, <laughs> like, all cool. and uh, You were the guy. I was the guy, man. I had, like, a cast in yeah, the thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I just... And Stephanie puts, like, a crab like you know. leg in my arm. It was a dream come true, though, man. Like, that was sick to be on Fuller House. Because I watched that, that show growing up, you know. Like, I would come home from school, yeah. and I would, you know, just yep. watch Full it's, House.
2: It's not the same, though.
1: I, Dude, honestly like i it's it's not you know but like the 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 full house original was such a classic though i yeah. don't know if it's supposed but to be it, you know it's
2: not the same because it is the same that's the problem not not that a problem it, i like it but right it's because it's so cheesy but it was always cheesy we just are that's not used thing. to it anymore right. right that's that's why i right. still love it i think it's great and but i mean me.
1: tv isn't really like they're not i don't feel like people are conditioned to you know see stuff like that anymore mm-hmm. Are, they're still using the canned laughs and all that right and some some shows <laughs> no they did it in front yes, of a studio audience yeah. by the way and yeah, that yeah. was terrifying i was freaked out because it was like you know first role i had ever had and i was actually supposed to be in vegas with my best friends that night but i was like yo i got this role on full house i can't go <laughs> <laughs> and so um i was there all day and uh when we did my part we did it a few times and I was worried that I was like just screwing it up so the director was making us do it but they did every scene like a few times yeah. Yeah. but they would have the you know crowd laugh it, would, dude, it was so cool it was insane
2: that's awesome they thickened that laugh good old laugh oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well you gotta know when it's funny <laughs> how we else are you gonna know right
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> well you know I will say though you know like I, do you guys like watch Rick and Morty oh
2: yeah I love the show I love Rick and Morty so, it's so good I'm I bought season
1: 3 on iTunes right mm-hmm. I don't like that they don't bleep out the swear words not because I'm scared of swear words it's so much funnier when they beep them out. Yeah. it's like the you get the rise. Of, think about like mm-hmm. back in like the Jackass days, right? Or Viva La Bam. Oh, and they'd be like, "What the beep?" You know, it's like it gives you more. I don't know. It's yeah. like more something. I get it. Your mind is more aware. You're yeah. kind of filling the blanks yeah. on your own. Yeah, it's like funnier. There's I don't know. It's more dramatic it's like that way.
2: You know, you know when it's bleep, they're not supposed but, to say it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny it's that, that way. That whole conversation yeah. of like, you know, Howard Stern, right? When he used to do his radio show, it was him alluding to things that was funny. I mean, he's still incredibly funny now, but people we Will argue that the second you can say everything and do whatever, mm,
1: right? Yeah, that it's it it's loses not, it's, its
2: value, right? Yeah. Or it's it's seen and heard differently.
1: Sure, absolutely.
2: Okay, the song is IDK WTD. You better I don't check it know out.
0: What to do?
2: <sighs> nice. Look at you. Yeah.
0: I told you it's catchy. I
2: like it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Mm. Is that is that written about somebody?
1: That song is actually okay. So with all of the songs that I I write, I don't think I've ever fully taken myself. Out of the situation, I'm not good at writing songs like about other, other people. people, yeah. I like more than anything, it's like I'll borrow stuff from a relationship I had when I was 15, and then part of that might be in you know, the end of the song might be from a relationship when I was 22, or one might be about a fight that me and my girlfriend had today, you know, or like there's so many, like I kind of just blend those stories, and sometimes it makes for a better story that way, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, it's all stuff that I've truly felt. Rajiv Dahl. Oh,
2: I don't dude. care what you do as a single. Thank, dude, you. Dude. Thank you. I don't know
1: dude. what to do. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate you guys having me on.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this <laughs> podcast is part of the Zach Sang
2: Show <laughs> Podcast
0: Network.